Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. Um, before we jump into um, what we're going to talk about today, which is actually, I'll give you a bit of a heads up, it's the about the Queensland land tax changes. Um, so we're going to sort of run through that, give some examples of how that will change. Um, before we do jump into it, uh, we just want to let people know that um, probably something we, we're very excited to have a chat and let people know more about the, the Brisbane property market. Um, so if you're exhausted by property crisis headlines that you see all through the media, um, we're actually hosting a live event. Yes, welcome back, everybody. Um, 22nd of August, 2022, we are hosting a live event here in Brisbane. There will be a panel of experts, including myself, who will be um, answering questions Q&A style with the audience. Anyone that wants to attend can actually um, head on over to our Instagram page. That's Streamline Property Buyers. There is a link in our bio there that will take you to a registration page. Now, um, this is an exclusive offering at this stage. It's not being sent out to our database, but we are putting it out to our podcast listeners. Um, so if you are interested in attending, it is being held in Wilston. Uh, you will even get a drink and um, some snacks, yep. uh, but there's no cost to you. So uh, we do need registrations. And uh, obviously, for a lot of people who are listening to this podcast, if you cannot attend because you're not here in Brisbane, that's okay. Head on over to that link in our Instagram account anyway, um, and you can register to receive the replay. And that will be sent through a few days after the event. So you won't miss anything. Uh, based on what we are going to be sharing with that live audience. So, so I guess it's what we're basically saying, it's similar to our podcast in a way, um, is that we, we're sharing free information. It's not a sales pitch. There's no sales part of it at all. Um, we're not trying to get business off people or anything like that. It's sharing information from the experts that we've got. Um, so we have a property manager. We have a, a mortgage finance broker. Um, we have a sales agent and obviously Melinda. Um, as a buyer's agent, just to give a, a general overview of the whole property market, whether you're buying a, a home, you're relocating to buy a home, whether you're looking to buy an investment property, try to cover everything so that um, we can share all that free information with everyone so that it gives everyone a heads up on on what's happening. And it might not just be, are you interested in buying, but it might be you might be considering selling and is now selling, renting. a good time to sell or is now a good time to rent or is now a good time to find a new tenant. All of that will be covered in the information evening. We'd love for you to join us either live or register um, by heading on over to our Instagram page at Streamline Property Buyers. Um, click on the link there in the bio. That will take you to an event registration page. You can register for the live event or uh, pop your details in there and we'll send the live recording through to you a few days later. So, okay, today's podcast, the yeah. uh, Queensland government making some changes to land taxes. Now, uh, Melinda will probably have a lot more information to go through on this one. Um, we've got some examples. As I said, we've got an example here of how it will change and then um, what people should be aware of and what people should think about in uh, investing. Yeah, it's absolutely alarming legislation change. And I say um, alarming and I don't want to be one of those people using those sorts of headlines. However, this is a retrospective land tax. It applies across the board to any existing landowners in Queensland. So if you already own land in Queensland that is used 
for investment purposes and therefore it is subject to land tax, it may be applicable to you. So um, basically, if you don't own any land in Queensland, we're going to help you to understand what you need to be aware of if you are looking to purchase um, an investment property in Queensland in the future. But if you already own property in Queensland, um, and you don't own property anywhere else, then nothing changes for you. Where this applies and where the biggest changes come in is when you do own property in Queensland and in the same entity or in the same name, you also own property outside of Queensland. And this is where this legislation um, is really alarming because you're going to be um, assessed for your land tax based on your total Australian holdings. And we're going to unpack what this means in the episode today so that you've got complete understanding of what's coming and when these changes are coming into effect. Now, I note that as you said that, and when you explained that then, was if you own property in the same entity. Yes. Um, now, obviously, there is there's, there's tax on land tax now in Queensland, obviously, um, but these changes are quite significant that the government um, are bringing into play and, and it's going to broaden it up more over Australia, I guess. So um, can you give us a bit of a rundown on the information that we know? Yeah, so basically um, just recently there has been a change to the Revenue Legislation Amendment Act for Queensland. Now, on the 30th of June, this change was actually um, assented to. Basically, it means that landowners from the 30th of June 2023 who own land in Queensland and also own land in other states or territories around Australia, the way their land tax will be assessed is going to be changing. So we're going to run through what this means. Um, as I mentioned, if you own an investment property in Queensland, but you do not own any other investments outside of Queensland, nothing is going to change for you. So um, this is not going to be relevant for you unless you are looking to purchase other investments outside of Queensland in the future in the same entity. When I talk about purchasing in the same entity, what I mean by that is if you are um, a husband and wife um, couple and you have purchased an investment property in both names, uh, what you will find is that you will have um, a land tax liability threshold in Queensland. Now, for individuals, each individual has a land tax threshold of $600,000. So if you only own property here in Queensland, you will have a total combined land tax threshold when you're purchasing as a couple of $1.2 million, which means you won't pay stamp duty um, on any combined unimproved land values up to that, that maximum threshold. However, if you also own land in another state in your names, that is in your husband and wife name or partner's names, then the total amount that um, you're going to be assessed on for land tax is going to include those holdings that are outside of Queensland. So we've got some real numbers to help you understand what impact this will make. Now, we talk about entities. If you own property here in Queensland in an entity, meaning um, a trust, meaning a corporate uh, structure such as a company, then the minimum land tax thresholds are lower than they are for individuals at the moment. The land tax thresholds for those entities are $350,000. So if you only own property in Queensland within that entity and not outside of Queensland, then nothing changes for you. There is no uh, projected change. However, if you also own property in that same entity in other states, 
the new legislation will apply to you. So let's talk through what some of those changes actually are. A quick one just to, to help people understand, you mentioned unimproved land. Yes. Values. Can you just explain that when you're talking about unimproved land values? Absolutely. So the unimproved land value is the rateable, um, the, the amount that the government um, assesses your land value to be. So usually this is the amount that your rates are assessed upon. It's not the market land value, um, but each year the, um, you will receive an unimproved land valuation notice from the state government and it is that amount that your land tax assessment is based upon. Yep. So it's not the house, no. it's the unimproved land. So I just want to make it clear for everyone so they do understand um, that side of things. So, okay, let's jump in and explain what's happening then. Well, the biggest thing is and the biggest problem associated with this is um, for anyone retrospectively who has built out their portfolio in their name or under an entity name, by maximising the land tax thresholds or spreading their, their land tax um, thresholds throughout multiple states. The Queensland Government are now actually um, honing in on, on those sorts of investors. Now, it doesn't mean to say that you're going to be paying land tax on your holdings from other states. That's not what this legislation aims to do. However, what it means is that any holdings that you own in other states within that entity uh, will change the rate upon which you will pay land tax here in Queensland for that Queensland portion. So we're going to go through the maths of it because it can be a little bit complex. Um, so we've got a working example that we're going to run through. So just just very quickly again, just to keep it nice and simple as well. Um, so people that want to diversify when they're looking at investing into property, you know, they buy a property in Queensland, they'll buy a property in New South Wales, they might buy in Victoria, wherever they may be they're all um, under their own land tax assessment side of things. Yep. But as you're saying now, going forward, um, June, 30th of June, 2023, um, that they're basically going to assess it throughout the whole of Australia, mm. but obviously you paid more because you're in Queensland side of things. Yeah, and, and look, it is Queensland, um, it's sort of, we are leading the nation or our government's leading the nation. No other jurisdiction is actually proposing these changes. So this is just unique to Queensland and this is why it's so relevant that people understand the changes that are coming. Um, Queensland is the only jurisdiction to introduce this um, aggregation rule to include Australia-wide holdings. Now, there's been some commentary that other states could follow suit in the future, but at this stage it is just specific to Queensland. Uh, so it is important for anyone that's looking to invest into Queensland that they do understand this. And I know, you know, in the past we've worked with so many investors that, you know, have have been purchasing their first investment property here in Queensland, and yet they may have had other assets in the same in the same name in other states. So previously there's been no impact on them and they still are entitled or have been entitled to that um, $600,000 land tax threshold like any other person that's investing in Queensland. Um, obviously, being a company or a trustee, that threshold would have been $350,000. Now, that does still apply right up to June 30, uh, 2023, next year. But anything that um, is assessed from that date onwards is going to be under the new proposed changes. So if we're going to actually look at... Um, how this impacts an individual investor, for example. Um, let's use an, a, a, an example, Tom. Let's sure. call him Tom Brown. Tom Brown. <laughs> um, and now let's assume that Tom Brown owns land in Queensland with a taxable value of $1 million. Now, you'll notice that um, Tom Brown, if he owns 
property in his own name, he will have an individual land tax threshold of $600,000. So he will be required to pay land tax on the additional $400,000 of land holdings that he has here in Queensland. So as at midnight on the 30th of June, you know, 2022, his land tax payable for the year uh, from the 1st of July onwards would be $4,500. That's based on the current method of calculation. Now, I'm not going to go into the details of how that's calculated. And in fact, I've actually written a blog on our website. So you can head to streamlinepropertybuyers.com.au, have a look at our latest blog article there, um, and it will show you land tax changes and what you need to know. There's a blog with all of this information on it. But land tax uh, payable from the new position, which would be from June 30, 2023, um, is going to be assessed based on everything that he owns, not just in Queensland, but also around the rest of Australia. So Tom, who's invested quite well, um, and he's done well for himself, Tom also owns some land in New South Wales um, with a value of $2 million. Okay, so he's got the $1 million property, uh, sorry, he's got the $1 million value of, of land in Queensland and $2 million in New South Wales. Yeah, well, now all of a sudden under the new uh, legislation, so as at midnight on the 30th of June 2023, um, the taxable value of his Queensland land holdings will remain unchanged. It's still $1 million. Um, the statutory value of his land holdings outside of Queensland is a further $2 million. So based under the new legislation, the value of Australian land owned by Tom is now $3 million. So we've now got a position where the rate of tax applied for land tax purposes here in Queensland is no longer going to be based on the $1 million, which is his Queensland-specific land holding. It's now going to be based on a $3 million land holding. Now, that's a huge difference, absolutely huge. So based on the current assessment rates, um, Tom's land tax payable for the year from the 1st of July 2023 is going to be $12,500. And that's because of the additional $2 million worth of land holdings that he has outside of Queensland. So you can understand that that's a significant shift in the total um, annual cost that Tom Brown, as our example person, will have to hold property here in Queensland. Um, you'll remember $4,500 is what he would currently be paying, whereas that will increase to $12,500 under the new rules and under the new legislation. So it's increased by about $8,000 on, on the unimproved, the land basically that, um, that Tom holds as well. So that's just a practical example of how significant these changes um, can be for individuals who have built out their property portfolios throughout multiple states in Australia under the same entity or under the same name. Um, it highlights the importance for anybody that has not yet purchased here in Queensland as an investment property. It highlights the importance of getting tax advice up front, speaking to your licensed accountant to ensure that you are purchasing in the right entity to ensure that you understand what these land tax tax implications um, are likely to do from you. Yeah. Now we always we always talk about we do say to people to to get the right advice to get the right team. 
Um, I think it's just so critical for people to have the right team when they start to invest in property. You can't just go out and say, look, I can do it all. Well, some people do say, I can do it all by myself. Um, <laughs> good luck with that. Um, and I think it's even becoming more complex as it goes on. So biggest biggest suggestion here is, is to get the right team to work with, get people that understand what, the, what your background is, what your goals are, what you're trying to achieve, um, have the right people, get the advice and make sure you have everything set up before you start to go down that path. One thing I will say is that um, you might own a home here in Queensland. Um, there are exemptions from land tax and things like your principal place of residence um, is actually excluded from any land tax calculations. So again, understanding what exemptions actually apply is, is really important as well. So um, anyone that owns a home, that's typically excluded from land tax liability um, calculations. There's also other um, types of land holdings that are excluded. So again, if you're unsure whether your Queensland land holding is um, exempt or not from land tax, it's definitely a good idea to get advice because you don't want to be surprised by a huge land tax bill um, come 2023, especially if you are unaware of this increased holding cost. Ultimately, as property investors, you know, we need to be aware of the cost of holding property because it eats into our net cash flow. Um, so these big jumps in costs that could occur as a result of changes in legislation, um, it's absolutely critical that we're aware of these things up front. Um, and especially when we have the opportunity to control for these um, expenses through getting the right advice and purchasing in the right entity. I will say here in Queensland that you don't have the opportunity to nominate um, an alternative entity once a contract has been entered into. So if you're waiting to get that advice, you know, during the conveyancing process, that's potentially too late. Um, there could be stamp duty liability implications if you are to change the name on a contract once a contract has been entered into. So again, getting advice up front before you even start the purchasing process becomes absolutely critical. So there's been there's been a lot of talk about this in the media. We've, we've seen people saying, oh, is it a money grab from the government? Um, you know, is, is it smart legislation? Um, what we probably say on that one, time will tell on that. Um, will it deter people from investing in Queensland? I mean, you've got to, I guess, when we look at things as well, the opportunity, the it's affordable, things like that. The growth that's going to happen in, in Queensland um, as well, um, especially southeast Queensland. Um, the growth and the opportunities that are there, the, the rental market, you know, vacancy rates are, are so low at the moment that people are just jumping on every property they can find to try and rent it as well. So there's still really good opportunities, I think, there for investors to, to make the most of this market. But as we do, and we've said so many times, Make sure you get the advice before you actually go down that path. Make sure you have everything set up so that you can actually make the most of it. Yeah, it's an interesting market. And as we've pointed out in a number of previous episodes, um, the supply of investment properties is a critical issue here in southeast Queensland, especially at the moment. But in fact, it is a statewide issue. Vacancy rates have never been lower across the state of Queensland. And we know here in Brisbane, with vacancy currently sitting at 0.6% at a suburb level, some less than, you know, 0.2%, you know, right down to 0.1%, everything that's being listed is renting almost immediately with multiple applications. There's actually a tenancy crisis, there's a rental crisis. And I hate, again, using those sorts of words, but 
when we have a state government that introduces legislation like this, which potentially further deters property investors from wanting to invest in our state, ultimately what they're doing is they're, they're fiddling or mucking up with uh, the potential for further future supply. And yet this same government are not uh, proactively providing any other form of rental accommodation through public housing. So, you know, what we're doing is, is we're tampering with the supply pipeline for future investment properties because the governments are relying upon private investors to provide the rental accommodation that is is needed so much in in and around our community right now. There's simply not enough homes for people to rent and yet there's more and more restrictions and deterrence being put on property investors such as these proposed changes to, to land tax legislation um, rules and, and that could potentially have, have an ongoing issue for encouraging people to want to invest in property here in Queensland, which ultimately is only going to impact the tenant. And that's that's not what any of us want in this instance. No. And and, and you look, on top of that, and we've talked about this in the past, on top of that, you look at the construction side of things. Um, you know, developers are probably hesitant to go and start to outlay money to try and do developments as well to create more accommodation. Um, so for a government to do this type of thing and, and just throw that extra cost on the investor, um, and as again, as we said, it, it's not the investors that are pushing up rent prices. It, it's it's just that there's a lack of the demand there. Um, there's no stock for people to rent. Um, people are offering more money to get it, so that's pushing pressure on that rental side of things. Um, and you know, for the for the investors, the everyday mum and dad investor, um, this is this is a hard call, I think, on that side of things. And I think the fact that this is a retrospective um, decision, you know, it's going to apply to anybody that already has land holdings here in Queensland and around the rest of Australia. And because of it, what we might actually see over the next 12 months is some property investors just giving up on, on their Queensland properties and offloading their properties before the additional costs come into effect. Anyone that has a significant land holding across multiple states might just um, realise it's just too costly to continue to hold property in Queensland. So we might see some of those uh, rental properties being sold off, um, which could further reduce the supply of rental properties. So again, um, big picture here, whilst we see these uh, legislative changes coming into effect, we've got to always understand what are the, the long-term implications of decisions like this and how does this ultimately affect the market and and when something like this can potentially dry up supply when we're already in a critical state where supply is so limited um, it's only going to put that that upward pressure on prices and when we talk about prices here we're talking about rental prices because when there's fewer properties to rent and more and more people needing somewhere to rent supply and demand drives price growth so you know we see those rents soar and of course you know property investors are then blamed for you know, the increasing cost to tenants to provide rental accommodation. But I think this is a this is a, a much bigger problem than, you know, private mum and dad investors who, who are just trying to get ahead and create some future wealth for themselves. Um, this is a, an issue that the government, you know, really needs to address from the top down and, and assist by providing a, a, a high volume of alternative rental accommodation options for people to ensure that rent prices don't continue to soar and get out of control. I mean, we've talked previously in some podcasts here just in the last few weeks that rents in Brisbane have increased, um, you know, 10, well, I think that the overall increase is about 13.7%, according to CoreLogic, 
data for houses, but we've seen some pockets where rents have surged more than 20% just in the last 12 months and there's no slowdown in sight. So the problem is a big problem um, and when this sort of legislation does come into effect, it, it does have you know, further consequences down the line and, um, and I think this is what governments need to be aware of and the impact that it does ultimately have to tenants who, who are the ones that um, end up paying. So companies, trusts, all those types of things there, the questions you need to make sure you've got a good accountant. Um, look, if people are looking for property and, and they're looking to buy up in, in Brisbane, um, which, as I said earlier, I still think it's, it's affordable, there's great opportunities. Um, we do help people out in that sort of things where we can say, look, have a chat to these people. We can do introductions um, to try and help people understand that type of thing as well. Um, maybe this, this might be one of the questions we get at the um, live event we have um, as we talked about at the start of the show on the, on the 22nd of August. So um, it could be an interesting question that might come out of that. We might get some answers. We might get some frustrated people as well. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I think for any property investors that don't already have an alignment with a good accountant who's able to provide advice to them in this regard, um, look, it's really important that you do have um, good advice and, and you've got people that are helping you to navigate an ever-changing landscape to ensure that you're still actually going to achieve the goals that you've set to achieve. So, look, hopefully that gave everyone a bit of an insight into, um, you probably got a feeling what we think of it, but anyway, we won't, we won't go there. Um, will it change? Will it hang around? I don't know. Who, who knows what's going to happen there? Is it smart? Well, as we said, time will tell. Um, as I previously have said several times, I think there's still good opportunities there. I think just be smart with what you do and how you do it. Um, make sure you get the right team, um, no matter what you're doing. Um, just get the right people around you to help you with the right advice. Um, as we said at the start, if you're interested in that event, 22nd of August, um, we're hosting it. Go to our Instagram. Uh, there's a bio there. You can, you can click on the link to get the information. If you're in Brisbane, more than welcome to come along. Free event. Get some free information. Um, not selling anything. Um, we can catch up and say hello. It'd be good to talk to people that like listening to us as well. Um, and or if you can't make it, if you're not in Brisbane, um, then you can actually register. and We can send through the, um, the footage of the, the event and you can have a look and hopefully learn something a bit more um, that we can help out with. So I will, uh, I'll, I'll let Melinda wrap it up as we normally do, a little bit shorter today, but um, short and sharp as we normally say. So I'll let Melinda wrap it up. It's been good talking and we'll talk again next week. Thanks very much for listening. Bye for now. Yes, we look forward to um, seeing you at our event here on the 22nd of August. And if you can't make it, don't forget to register on the link in our Instagram bio so that we can send through the information after the event. There will be uh, lots of information shared exclusively to the attendees. There is no cost, uh, but it will sell out. So there are limited tickets available. As always, if you've enjoyed the content that we've shared today, please tell your friends and family about our podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. Um, and if you do have the time, please leave us a review. It does help other people to find our podcast and also benefit from the information that we share. Hope you have a fabulous week. We look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. 
If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.